I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here at Wake Your Dream, a podcast about growth and how the ways that we think and act are what create our life. And I am here with my husband, Alan, who is my conversation partner, life partner. Hello. Hi, friend. Hey. (laughs) And hello to whoever is listening. It's great to have you with us. Um, So today we are going to talk a little bit about productivity. Okay. Sounds good. And I know from some off mic conversations we've had that you're very excited about this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Story time is that we're actually going to be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart. It's another shift that I've been making over the past three years um, from productivity anxiety, which has been probably the top brand of anxiety that's hit me that I've dealt with, um, from that to peaceful productivity. And I was talking with Alan right before we got on here. Um, So basically what happened is like sort of one day we brainstormed a bunch of the ideas that I have, a bunch of the stuff that I work with my clients on, um, and also with my like in myself, like my own growth stuff, we brainstormed a bunch of those things and kind of assigned um, episode numbers to like all yeah, of we them. Yeah, then after we did that, we laid them out in what yeah. felt like a good order yes. to work through. Yes. And yeah, so yeah, we so kind of like put them together a bit, you know, put them in some kind of a flow. So this is the next episode. And I was just having such angst today, productivity, anxiety-wise, a little bit, Um, things I should do, things that are clouding, right? So this is kind of taking me back a little bit. I mean, it's part of my personality, too. I've shared that in um, a couple of the other episodes, too. I am an Enneagram Type 3, which is the achiever. Um, I'm kind of wired to go, go, go. So, like, I'm very keyed into, like, there's a bunch to do. There's always a bunch to do. Um, And that's why making this shift has been so important. And that's also why here I am being a human. We never don't have our human brains. Like even when we make amazing like growth strides and we actually do feel ourselves genuinely shift. It's amazing the impact that we can make when we think and do things differently. And here I am in a human moment struggling with this freaking topic right now. (laughs) Yeah, which I, you know, I understand why you're feeling the way you are about talking about it right now, where you're like, well, this is something that I need to be going back to some of these practices and reminding myself. But I actually think it's kind of the perfect thing to talk about because of that. Yeah. You know, just like, uh, I don't have it right in front of me what episode this is, maybe nine, I think it's nine ballpark. Yep. But like, you know, if if anybody listened to any of the previous eight or however many episodes there are and thinks, oh, that means Annalise is perfect at doing this, you know, yeah. like that yeah. nobody's walking away <laughs> thinking that, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And you exactly. definitely don't feel that way. Right. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't work. If somebody can do this perfectly, is. it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, and it's not even possible, you guys, by the way, like <laughs> it's not possible. So yeah, you know, 
it's one thing to know like the value of showing up in the messy middle. And it's another thing to be in it and realize, okay, this is how I feel. And I, I still need to show up today. And actually there's, I'm, I'm very aware right now there's parts of me, right? There's a part of me that's struggling with this. And there's a part of me that's like perfect timing. Just like you're saying, like, this is good timing. Um, because making this shift matters so much. And part of what I'm struggling with right now is the reason why making the shift actually matters. So getting overwhelmed and consumed by all the things I should do, that was like all of my waking days before I made this shift. Yeah, Being low-grade anxious or high-grade anxious, depending yep. on whether I had some kind of deadline, some kind of event, some kind of whatever, um, just the intensity of that, that was the only thing that changed. I was always anxious on some kind of sure. level. It just depended if you were going to be really bad, anxious, yeah. or not so bad, or it's kind of in the background. I don't notice it that much, but you were always this was always humming in the back of your mind, yes. right? There was always something more important, and I'm doing like air quotes. Yeah. There was always something more important to be doing than whatever it was that I picked, honestly. Yeah. I hadn't, I wasn't identifying priorities before I started doing things. I wasn't like really paying a whole lot of attention to myself at all before I picked things to do. So they just sort of, when you said humming in the background, that's actually kind of a good like analogy. It sort of just kind of clouded in my head and they all like all of the things that needed to be done were just like piled in this unspecified heap, like on the front burner of my brain yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then, so, you know, yeah. however many number of years ago, yeah, you really worked on reframing yeah. how you saw yeah work how you saw what it means to you know I'm going to use my words here but yeah I think how you were thinking of it was what you have to do to like deserve to be alive or something like Dude, that that was it it was very weird but it yeah. it was really true though and I think um you know for you who are listening like if this is striking a chord at all like you matter in your life. You matter in your life. And you wake up mattering. And on your sick days, you matter. And when while you're dead asleep in the middle of the night, you matter. You matter just as much in moments that you're not doing anything as you do in, matter, in, in moments that you are achieving like amazing things and making things happen and working really hard and putting a lot of energy out your value and like your value as a person it really is important that as adults like we're growing in connecting back with that your value as a person it's important that you start seeing yourself that way and that's part of the shift that i was making that's like part of the moment of choice for me yeah. And like, as you're saying that, I'm kind of thinking of um, the person who is sick or is getting sick or whatever yep. and is realizing, oh, I'm going to be incapacitated here for a little bit. Right. And whether that's showing right. up, you're going, well, 
at my work, that's going to leave whatever blank or yeah. in my home, that's going to leave whatever oh, blank. Yeah. And, and you're thinking all well, the balls I that are going to be dropped. All I of that. I can't do this. I can't be sick right now. Yes. Because the reason I'm loved, the reason I'm valued, the reason yes. I matter is because people count on me to do X, Y, Z. Yep. You know, so while you're talking yep. about this, you matter in your life. That was what I was picturing. Yeah. Or like somebody who's, you know, just been fired or or in the process right. of looking like they may be about to be fired or demoted or. Right. And when your value is or when your identity maybe is that yes. thing. Yep. Then you're thinking that's what you do to like deserve to be alive. Exactly. And yep. that you earned you earn your place every yeah. day because you work your A off and you do five billion things and yeah. you you never shut off unless you've sorry about the dogs again. What anybody that ever wants to feel differently about that low hum of anxiety that happens throughout the day, that pressure that's sort of always there at work or about work when you think about work or anything related to that. Um, anybody that wants to make that change, um, it's, it's so helpful when you think, what am I not questioning here about how I feel about me in my life? Mm, yeah. What have I just never questioned? Yeah. I'm walking around like I have to earn something all the time. And oh my word, I've never even, I never even questioned it. Like and that's the, where I was at yeah. when I was and starting pull, to do this. You know, the pull of it is so strong. Like it's, it's such a developed. Strong. Yeah. Cause uh, you think it's been routine, proven. Right. Too. For the course of your life. That's yeah. like, you've been working on some of the things we're going to be talking about in this episode. Yeah. And you watch that really bring that home down. A lot. It was, yeah, it brought it down so much. Um, I had been talking with my doctor about potentially adding an anti-anxiety medication. Mm, yep. Because I, I didn't know. It was so, the anxiety, the productivity was anxiety was so high for me. Before the reduction this was of the four year, yeah, yeah, this was yeah. about four years ago. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted that clear because yes. the storyline here Previous makes to more me sense shifting if it this. is clear. Yeah, exactly. Previous to me shifting this, that was my life. It, yes. it was so normal that I was like, all right, something's got to give. Like, clearly I knew that because I mentioned it to my doctor, right? Like, I... I knew that this was not sustainable if this was going to be the rest of my life. And I honestly, yeah. I thought this was sort of just my lot in life. Like I said, my personality is kind of sure. wired I'm to just do unlucky this stuff, and right? This is how I'm, yeah. I'm going to think about the world. Yep. I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. well, I guess if you want to achieve things or you want to um, be doing things, maybe this is just what you feel when you do that. Like I genuinely had no idea it could yep. feel any different. So my doctor kind of kind of was like, well, those can be kind of habit forming. Like I want to like hold off on trying that. And I was a little bit frustrated with that answer because I definitely want quick fixes. <laughs> it's actually very funny when I think about this. This is a little sidebar. Um, I want quick fixes so bad that it's very interesting to me. I think it's kind of um, this relates to like how I feel like God works in my life too. 
But it's funny to me that personal growth takes time. It takes time and it takes like practice. And those things have been, I mean, they've really been formative for me, but they really go against the grain for me because I'm not a person that's like, oh yeah, give me the thing that'll take like six months of like diligent work. Like I'll definitely be able to do that. I was not that person. So anyway, that's just a sidebar that this does not come really naturally to me, but the pain point was so clear that something needed to change. Yes. And it it also doesn't come as a, if your doctors are encouraging you in a route of medication to to say, no, do these steps instead. Yes. I just wanted to make sure that was I know I brought meds into the conversation, but yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not trying to make any prescriptive kind of advice um, for or against that. This is just the journey that I went on. So how did I shift productivity anxiety? into like peaceful productivity. Um, I mean, there've been a couple things there, but I do think one of the main things to remember is that you, you need to start asking yourself questions. Mm -hmm. You need to start treating yourself like a person (laughs) who matters. You need to start treating yourself like a person who is in charge of your life. You're in charge. These are decisions about the pace that you're living, decisions about your priorities. Nobody can make that for you. Nobody can change that for you. Um, I don't remember if we've done an episode on success. I think I've talked about that in other avenues. That's why it's coming up. Um, I'll, I'll be definitely doing an episode on success. But there's something about if you haven't defined some of these main things that everybody thinks they're living their lives for, if you have not defined it yourself, you're probably operating off of somebody else's definition. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when you say, ask yourself questions, those are the kind of questions, yeah. right? So you're, yeah. you're asking questions of um, maybe not even... I didn't even say the thing that I'm arguing with is how I work. <laughs> You're like, but I was, think? I was thinking like, um, right. Instead of saying like at the end of the day, here's how I want to feel. Sure. Right. Like maybe it's not even that short term focused. Maybe the question right. is it's like, like, what are my top three values in terms of work? Yeah. And or, it's like, honestly, right? how do is I, that, it is, okay. it is a lot like that. Values is the key is a key word there. Like, so the idea is too, we all have core values. Each person alive in the world has core values. Sure. It's just a matter of identifying. I was just going to say, yeah, it's no, that's really good. It's just a matter of, have I, have I named anything that I am genuinely like thinking is important because they're not all the same. Like you, you are, you're a unique person. And things stand out to you that don't stand out to everyone. And your core values are actually what fuel you. um, And they're what create frustration in you when you're not getting those values supported or when you're not creating enough of those values in your life. Like, for instance, Mm. my core values, as far as I've identified for myself, are genuineness, growth, inspiration, um, fun. And think alignment. 
integrity, something okay. like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, and again, like it's okay. You don't have to get this perfect. It doesn't right. have to be like rock solid, but to have an idea of like sort of that top five, when I know that I'm shooting for alignment, which to me means I feel genuinely satisfied and purposeful moving toward this thing. I feel genuinely satisfied and purposeful and aligned, right, in my spirit. Like I just feel right in my being, like yeah. about yeah. moving in this direction. Yeah. I don't feel right in terms of, mm, I think this is what I should do. I okay. don't feel right in terms of like, oh, this will offend the least amount of people. Got it. Okay. Right. I'm or like now. most yep. people yep. probably would be fine with me making this decision. I'm because you can hear too, like I'm also a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. Census taker. <laughs> yeah. 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 Say a little more about that. Oh, just like you're, you know, you're determining your next move based on, uh, okay, I can picture these five people that are important to me in my life. Yeah. And they, one would say do this another would say do this yes a third would agree with number one you know right so okay then we have two votes for action that number one's you know yes that sort of thing it's really like that right and like people who are important you're not choosing to say okay these are my values yes then you're gonna get votes that are based on other people's values. Yes. And they're still going to be valuable. Like you could yeah. sit and go, there's good yeah, reasons. Absolutely. Their, their reasoning to do this makes sense. Yeah. It's not a bad goal at the end of the day. Yeah. And I find myself when I pursue this, when I do it their way. Yeah. I, I'm frustrated. That's right. And Frustration. What's going on? Yeah. Right? Frustration, anxiety. These are really important tools their feelings and their feelings that we don't want to feel <laughs> right like i don't know but, that i've heard you say it in a while but for a while you were you were saying emotions are is it data oh yeah emotions are data yeah that That's was something for. like yeah i heard you talk about that so 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 often hmm. and yeah. um i always thought that was an interesting thing yeah because it's not really how we see people handle their emotions. It's typically. definitely not how we usually see people handle them. That's but right. It, it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I could see then, you know, using my emotional world more. Sure. Because it doesn't mean I'm mad. So I have to blow up. It doesn't mean yes. I'm scared. So I have to shrink. It doesn't mean, you That's know, right. it just means, oh, okay. I take this, take this in. Yep. And like you're saying, the, if you're feeling frustrated, anxious, you're feeling aimless, yep. these, are, these are good data points They are that tell you, okay, the likelihood that I'm, I'm pursuing my actual values currently, right. maybe that's not happening. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And to, to even kind of, not just to normalize, your feelings, your negative feelings that usually, I mean, we try to set our busyness on default kind of like it's easy to be busy on autopilot because we're just thing to thing to thing. And maybe that's not easy true for to it. be busy on autopilot. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Like right. if I'm, 
if I'm on autopilot, yes. I'm going to be busy. It's easier likely. to it's easy to be busy. Got it. Okay. When yep. you when you're in autopilot, but when you're shifting into paying attention to yourself, busyness is going to frustrate you. Busyness is going to create mm. anxiety if it's not intentional busyness. Mm. Like, because it's pulling you away from the things you want yes. to be focused on. Yes. And it's you're mm. spending your valuable resources, which to me, as far as I've done my work and how I work with my clients too, your resources are time, money, attention, and energy. Yeah. Those are yours. They're yours to use. And if, you, if those are just being taken from you in a bunch of different random directions, mm. honestly, mm based on other people's values, based on other people's um, prioritizations or what they've decided the structure is, you know, and you're not, you're very rarely like intentionally choosing how to use, where to spend your time, you know, where to spend your money, what to spend it on, and also where you're spending and putting your attention and your energy. Um, Super quick sidebar on that too, because I'm kind of a word geek um, a little bit too, but also words are really, they're really powerful. They tell you a lot. Um, but when I was like thinking about resources and realizing that attention and energy belong in there too, and so does time, I realized that the words we use for how we use those things are words we would use for money. Mm. Yeah. Spending, spending time, paying spending attention. Energy. Yeah. Spend, yeah. Like, just huh. pretty interesting. That is interesting. Because it's a cost, right? Yeah. And that's what st- stood out to me about that too. But related to productivity. I like that. That's uh, It's cool, we've right? We've never talked about that. No, that's we haven't. Interesting. Mm. I just pulled a little card out of my back pocket. We might need to make that an episode too because that's <laughs> a pretty cool one Um, that's honestly opened up a lot for me there. But yeah, it's costing you something mm. yeah. to be productive in the ways that you're currently being productive, which brings me back to what have you not questioned yet about how you're spending your time? What have you just been doing that you just haven't questioned yet? And maybe what you are experiencing that you are aware of is a lot of anxiety or a lot of frustration or a lot of being drained. Yeah. Do you like, do you have some, um, some examples or maybe some starter like to push push in the right direction yeah if you're asking like what have you not asked questions about yet yeah so really um your pace is one thing it's like um am i going as fast as i want to go am i going as slow as i would like to go have I played a little bit with that or do I even see it as something I can play with? Sure. If I'm in charge of my resources, then I'm in charge of my time. Do I feel in charge of my time? Mm. If I don't feel in charge of my time and I would like to feel in charge of my time, what's one way I could use my time differently? Yeah. Okay. Something Good. like Good. that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So following that train of questions, um, of that line of questioning where you're treating yourself like a person you care about, you know, if your friend had this kind of a pattern or this kind of a lifestyle, right, where they're just sort of like 
kind of oppressed by their busyness all the time. Um, what are some questions that you would wonder? Like, wouldn't you probably think like, hey, I know that this is this is really hard for you. What do you wish that you had instead? Hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, are you getting enough of um maybe some are there some other things that you care about that you wish you were spending your time on? Like, what are what are some of those things? Are you are you getting enough of that? Hmm. So here's kind of where my head's going. Yeah. I'm like when you've worked with people asking these questions, yeah. have you watched? Because like where, you know, what I'm thinking of is like, I think if, I don't know, 20% of people were fully honest with the answer to those questions, they would be like turning down the next promotion or asking for a demotion like, is that, do you watch people struggle honestly, with that? Honestly, I do. And there is an intense feeling of weird freedom that they get mm. when they start brainstorming this stuff and start letting themselves answer these questions. Mm. Mm. And I like to step into this moment, right? If I was with somebody right now and they were going through that where they're like, wait, that would mean, oh, wait, that yeah. would mean... You yeah. know, yeah, they're that like, would Wait, mean I've got to. I spent two now, decades preparing to climb this ladder right. and climbing it successfully. And so totally, I don't totally. love where I'm at right now, but I've I've poured so much into it. Right. That like, isn't it going to be worth it in the end? Right. Right. Like, right. Uh, now, there are some things there, too. You know, you, you want to kick the tires of it. Asking questions doesn't mean hey, I'm definitely going to go with the first answer and I'm going to pull the trigger and I'm going to change my whole life with this very first answer that I have. That's a good point. I just feel like... Because that is... that is. The, I feel like but, every time I've let myself ask yeah. those, those scary questions, yeah. the answer comes back the one that you didn't picture wanting. Sure. You know? And yeah. you're like, but I know I said it because I do want it. Yeah. But I didn't let yeah. myself want it. That's you know, right. That, that's the kind of that's exactly. thing I'm like, you probably see that quite a bit. And honestly, that's what I love about coaching. Mm. That's what I deeply love about coaching. This is to me, this is exactly the spirit of this is why coaching is so gets to be so transformational for people. Because we hold ourselves back from so much because we are nervous that the answer that we finally give is the one we've been trying to not have to pay the cost of. Because we know we want because it. Because so we know we want it. Yeah. And mm. honestly, it it really isn't our brain is going to throw a bunch of pressure at us as soon as we voice something. It's going to throw a bunch of pressure at us like, "Oh, you don't have what you need to make this happen. You don't know what you're talking about. There's all these other things. Yeah. They're going to fail. You're going to fail. It's going to throw all of that at you. But what I get to do with people is to normalize, to normalize those thoughts and say, you can just, you can just sit and notice that these thoughts are normal. Mm. These thoughts don't mm. mean a thing. Sure. You're yeah. going to sit here yeah. and you're going to withstand the barrage of these crazy thoughts that are going to make you feel like you just jumped off a cliff mm -hmm. and you're going to come out of the <laughs> storm of thoughts and you're going to say, I feel in charge because I let myself finally answer this question. Mm. Yeah. 
I actually feel in charge get of my to life. Decide. This is exactly right. So it's right. like just because you say out loud, yep. maybe I do this crazy thing. It doesn't mean you're committed. That's it right. It just means, wait, did a little part of me get excited about that? That's you right. You know, like. That's right. And usually. I would say you helped me through a lot of this process, mm-hmm. you know, what was it, maybe three years ago now? Yeah, about when um, I, <laughs> maybe like within a year after sure, I started doing yeah. this stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it, you know, it ended yeah. up with me um, talking to my work about mm. cutting my hours there in half right. and taking away my role of speaking and public facing Yep, and only doing the writing. Right. So cutting those hours down to allow a lot more freedom, but to right. allow what had been a lifelong hobby of, you know, collecting basketball cards to be part of what supplements that yeah. income. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm speaking for myself here when I say, wait, aren't people freaked out when they're like, wait, no, I've spent so much, you know, like you, you are speaking because it was the- an unimaginable yeah. idea. Right. You know, right. And now I've been doing it for three years and it's, yeah, like it feels like so ho hum, you know, cause it's like, well, this <laughs> You're is like, like, well, this is normal my life now. now, you know? Yeah. But I love it. Well, it's, you, it's the perfect fit for me. You paid a different cost to get a much better fit for you. Sure. Yeah. That's the key point, yeah. right? Is your brain is going to throw all this, like, you can't possibly pay the cost of doing this dream that you just finally spoke into reality. Yeah. You can't possibly pay that. Yeah. And what you get to discover when you actually allow yourself to dream a little and to verbalize for yourself, describe what you might enjoy. Mm. Um, Maybe you, you see some things you that to, didn't feel possible before. Well, and that's the thing is you found you found a practical hybrid of a way to get yourself a better fit. Yeah. And our brains make things so such a stereotype at first when we want to make a change. It's like, um, you're going to go all or nothing. You're going to have to mm. quit your entire job. Your brain is like going to go really black and white on you. Mm. And this is where you are, you're in charge of your brain. Brain science, neuroplasticity, that makes it possible for you to step into a thought and say, I don't agree. I don't agree with that thought. I'd like to make a more beneficial thought for myself. Yeah. Interesting. Because I mean, you know, I'm now making this about me, but. That's fine. (laughs) uh, Your story applies. You know, like I didn't, I didn't quit my job. Mm-hmm. we figured out what are the parts of my job yeah. that I that I really love doing yeah and what are the parts that I'm like well some of that I could see stepping away from mm-hmm. and we did the figuring on yeah. money on income yeah. we did real numbers we looked at yeah. our real bills right and that's the other thing is when you get specific the fears kind of dissipate because fear is made up of generality usually. Well, yeah, I would say for me, that wasn't the case. Sure. Okay. You know, just because <laughs> yeah. I'm like so practical. Yeah. It was like, that's true. What kind of idiot steps away from mm. like the paycheck is there every two weeks to it's there for my part time stuff. Sure. But the other is 
I have to be out there Mm -hmm. making sales and making it happen or else Mm -hmm. there's not a paycheck, you know, like, and what you realized. So that's another, that was weird for me. And it still is like a little weird. I can tell. Yeah. It does feel surreal sometimes when you like look at it again, like intentionally, it's like, really, this is it. Yeah. Um, that's another tool that I, uh, that I, help my clients with too that um they get to start practicing which is change but to and Hmm. so you were saying like um yeah I'm doing this thing I enjoy more but that means I'm gonna have to like pound the pavement make sales you know and be out there yeah and if you change that but to an and yeah I'm gonna do this thing I enjoy and it's gonna require to me to be out there pound the pavement make sales What's interesting is like the and the spirit of switching that is actually what you did realizing I am actually doing this Hmm. on not much smaller of a scale than I would need to have this be part of our income. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you actually looked at it and we troubleshot it together, you were like, (sighs) wait, I'm eerily closer to this than I ever thought I was. And it's just because we hadn't looked at it for this purpose before. Right. That's it. That's the only difference. Yeah. So it didn't stay unquestioned for you. Mm. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. Huh. That's really interesting. Interesting, right? Yeah. I'm kind of fast. I'm like, <laughs> wait, oh, what happened okay. to me? We were talking <laughs> about this thing brain? and now I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I did. And yeah. So I guess if you're, if you're listening and you're like, I, I almost feel like I can't even Hey, dogs, calm down. Thank you. I almost feel like I can't even ask this question because the answer that I I am maybe like trying to shove down is not acceptable to me. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can be a little bit of a best case scenario of well it's looking at something yeah you know and then we we did we game planned it out and we realized like we gave ourselves plenty of time as well and I think I think that's something really important whatever your brain is telling you you don't have enough of or you yeah because your brain is going to use your resources against you kind of it's going to say you don't have the money for that you don't have the time for that you don't have the attention for that but you being in charge of your brain means you're the one that gets to decide with a clear, intentional head connected to your values. You get to decide sure. if you have the time, money, or attention yeah. or energy. And the willingness to yeah. step into the unknown and, you know, yeah. hope for the best. Like, that's it really I'm is. so it practical really that those are the I things. Know. Like when you say, <laughs> I really you know, gotcha. when you come up with a plan, the fears go away. I'm like. Eh, no, well, I still I felt they like kind of dissipate. I'm I, I want to underline that. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But yeah, but I was like, I'm, I'm leaving. You know, in yeah. some sense, this career that I've been yeah. building for a long time, and I'm doing it to sell little pieces of cardboard. Like this doesn't seem like a good idea. I remember you sitting on the couch at know? one point, and literally, you. I think you paused a show we were watching, and you turned to me. It was totally off topic. Like, I don't even think we had talked about it I that don't day. This, so this and you turned to me and you're, oh, just wait for the bomb to drop. <laughs> just kidding. You turned to me and you're like, I mean, I'm selling little pieces of cardboard. 
like you said that exact line. Yeah, yeah. You said that and you were so beside yourself. It's bizarre. And I could tell it's because it is because you're very practical. And yeah, guys, yeah. this is also why I think um it's important to me to bring up my personality when it comes to certain things that I've been growing in and that I grow through because that part matters. And for you, mm-hmm. Alan, like being more practically wired and practically minded and that's also how you process and make decisions it's important to know that about yourself because to shift I've shifted more practical for sure with some of my decision making because you influence me yeah and it's and I've shifted more I don't know the the word like possibility any word I was gonna say any word I would use is gonna sound it's gonna sound real zany I was like I actually want you to pick one now that was what I was gonna (laughs) say because like well I'm just saying that's really funny you know that's how it feels to I'd have to agree with that to be super practical and then to be like yeah somebody's just out here picking what they want yeah we have three like three um rules of how to do it and then just going for it yeah. like because okay. it's like we have a <laughs> yeah. pretty a pretty structured setup of what we can expect the next 20 years to look like yeah as a practical person right. it's like right no i like that you know and then it's like okay when there's things that color outside is the there lines another like yeah eh, are people gonna want pieces of cardboard in in 20 <laughs> years like i don't know I, right i hope so but obviously it's not, and that's the thing that you realized is that's not a question i have to answer right now to make this change yeah you said, i guess so the I, practical I, part yeah, of me it wanted to answer even that. doesn't like that you just said that oh, i'm even sure like <laughs> that is saying i don't have to answer i'm like what do you mean no i have that answer. but you literally don't have the answer you're right i know which is what's just, so cool just, about it. you're like hey let me <laughs> be here me like in my practicality <laughs> stop trapping me but yeah this is i'm really glad you shared that that's such a real life it's an exact like picture of how this feels it's scary to question especially when we care so so much about the answer and we're afraid of being told a definitive no yeah honestly yeah 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 right and then but for ourselves to never explore that part never voice it we've basically told ourselves a definitive no we were the one slamming the door instead of you know letting it organically happen we didn't even allow the exactly Exactly. And that is brutal. And that's where I, I made this shift from productivity, anxiety to more peaceful productivity is what I call it now, you know, and I call these things, these things, um, well, productivity, anxiety is an actual term, but like, I call this peaceful productivity because I'm experiencing it. Like, I I don't just like think of a catchy thing to call something and then go with it. Like I'm living in this change and this is how it feels to me. Yeah. And it's, it's amazingly different. I did not know I could have such a better quality of life. And even let me just jump in to say, even while when you saw this topic for today, you're like, oh, this isn't where I'm living currently. I'm like, all right, I'm struggling to make these choices today. But but the hum of what's going on in the back Mm -hmm. of your mind is 10% of what it was before you started intentionally working on practicing this stuff. Like, you know, you're going, 
I'm not feeling like the pinnacle of peaceful productivity, restful productivity right now. Yep. But, you know, it's still a lot more than where you, where you started. Yeah. And if you, um, whoever's listening to, like, if you're, if you're kind of like sort of struggling with like, how would I even start this? Um, just be aware that your brain's going to try to make this (laughs) sort of an all or nothing thing potentially. So it could feel like worlds away for you to achieve something like this or like for you to experience, I should say something like this achieve is such a, that's an old school word for me to use for Mm. this, but it's not an achievement. It's an experience you get to practice. And what I want you to do is to picture a scale of one to 10. And you get to practice being more peaceful on that scale. If you want more peace in your life, practice going for what do I think it would take to get me to a two? Hmm. Don't shoot for a 10 out of the gate. That's the kind of striving, hustle, hurry, pressure that leads us to productivity anxiety. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Picturing that scale has been very helpful for me, I have to say. I'm a very visual person. When I do this internal growth stuff, I really need these like pictures of things. Um, so that has helped me. So thinking differently about what you want to practice, using your energy more to decide when and what tasks you want to be doing, is you taking charge back of your resources, and it's going to help your anxiety go down. And it's going to help your values come more to the surface for you. Remembering your values of like deciding ahead of time what actually matters to you about why you would pick the next task. Yeah. Um, there's a cool thought um, that I heard from one of my business coaches um, and she says it, it's who before how. But I, I also like who before what. So for me, that's, that's a little mind tool that I've used for myself, which is First, I ask myself, who do I want to be today? Like, what me do I want to be today? And usually your core values are really going to determine that. Like, Mm. I want to be, like, for me, I'm like, I want to be genuine. I want to feel at peace. I want to feel aligned, right? I want to feel, I want to actually, like, be able to inspire somebody. And then I'm like, what would, okay, now what would that me pick to do? Yeah. So instead of, and who before like what? On that, yeah, none of that list was, I want to be someone who answers all my emails <laughs> Dude, or, right. you know what I'm saying? This like, is, this is my point. That's of why that's I so clarifying. I think though people are going to want to sneak something like that in, right? Oh, I'm like, sure of it. Yeah. I want to be someone who, who gets does a really good job. emails done every day. <laughs> yeah. But you know, really like, Get get real with yourself. Yeah, so this yeah. is another thing my business coach says too. Her name is Stacy Bayman. I need to um, credit her, but she says, um, "Be on to yourself." Like yeah. I'm on to you, mm-hmm. brain. You're trying to sneak this old way in still yep. because it's what you're used to, and that's what we need to get about brain science too. Our brains are going to constantly be moving the goalposts back to the old one. You are trying to change where those goalposts are at for yourself. Yeah. When you take charge of your life, you're trying to take charge and move the goalposts where you want them to be intentionally. So, yeah, catch in yourself when your brain is trying to, like, when it's trying to move the goalposts back 
you're feeling old feelings of anxiety. Mm. You're feeling old feelings of frustration. You're back to 80 miles per hour. You're back to a never ending to-do list, sucking up all of your attention, taking up all of your attention. Which is easy to fall it's into. It's so easy. And that's it's why. so natural. Right, I right? did it today, right? So just reminding you too, like when you make that shift, it's not a one and done. But man, who before what? is going to be so helpful for you, right? Yeah. Asking yourself, now why why would I <laughs> why would I go back? I was paying a really mm. high cost. Yeah. I I was miserable. Why why am I letting my brain tell me that the old way is going to get me something that I know that it's never gotten me? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the real kicker, right? Yeah. Like we don't change unless we need we feel a felt need to change. Yeah. There's no incentive to change if we don't feel a pain point. So if if none of this really resonates with you and you're like, I like hustling, more power to you, honestly. That's great. But do you really like it at the end of the day, too? Like, I yeah, do want to ask say, you to question honestly, that. I don't think you, I, don't, I was looking into your eyes. And I know going, you're like, I don't think you, don't you believe really that. believe that. I don't, I don't believe it, but I know that's where some people start. Sure. They're yeah. like, that's fair. You know, we all we all struggle with kind of glorifying what the old way was. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't have to protect it because it never was protecting us. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that kind of hit cuz my way is thinking things to death. Yeah. That's what I do. Okay. Yeah. You know. Right. Even talking about that practical stuff, right? Yep. That's why it just feels like freewheeling to do anything except right. like think 20 years from now, yep. what's, are you going to still have security, you know? And it's like. And it's, it's me thinking things to yeah, death. Man. And that way yeah. it, you know, that's the weird thing. It, it helps you a lot, but then mm-hmm. there's some huge downsides. Well, I will say, know? and there's yeah, yeah, some yeah. huge ta- okay, downsides, okay, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, you this is me the again. perfect example. No, it's like a great example no, though, because it is true. And there, it makes me think of this quote. Your values are not your values unless they cost you something. Hmm. That is so helpful for me because I don't like paying costs. Like I said in the beginning, I don't like paying the costs. So true. I don't like spending the time. <laughs> well, that's so true. I don't like spending the time. Um, I, I want to do, I, I would do moderate effort. I was going to say I want to do middle, minimal effort. I would do moderate effort for something I cared about, but I certainly want it to be done right away. Yeah. And my values are not my values unless they cost me something. That reminds me how life works. Mm-hmm. That reminds me what, what is actually worth it and how it feels to just be a human needing to continue doing the work. And that's what this is. Like, what's it's my a, incentive yeah, for continuing yeah. to do the work? This is daily, but it brings me so much, so much peace and deep rest now that I allow myself to define productivity for me. Because if you look up a definition of productivity, it literally <laughs> just means producing something. Mm, yeah. So I want you guys to catch that too, where you're like, well, I can't really do self-care because that's not really productive. It's like, who says? A, who says? And if you haven't defined that for you, it's, it's probably costing you something that you, you actually value. That so, you probably don't even realize. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So question mm. it. Like mm. define productivity for yourself. That's the other thing I had to do to make this shift. So yeah, redefine productivity for yourself. Your definition 
matters so much to you because so far other people have been defining productivity and you just have this generic sense of what you think they're talking about. And that's what's driving you. You think productivity, you know, is all of these other things. It can't be self-care. It can't be the, you know, it can't be something that's filling my cup. It can't be a walk alone. It can't be, right? Sure. But I want you to catch that. Like who says, who, who defined that? You, you're the one that picks the standards, your rules of your life, your standards of your life. You pick and set those. So yeah, take the definition back. Um, that's what I needed to do to change it and shift into peaceful productivity. Because I was like, you know what? That freaking can exist. Because mm-hmm. if this is ever going to be for me, productivity is not going to be something I don't care about. Right. Yeah. I do care about yeah. it. But how can it fit me? How can Mm -hmm. it feel genuine, inspiring, aligned, all of my core values? How can productivity feel that way for me? Yeah. So I want you guys to ask yourselves that question too. Define it for yourself, you know, because this is your, this is your life and you get to make this, honestly, you get to make it more what you want it to be than you ever thought you could. And that's why I call this podcast, Wake Your Dream. That's why I call my coaching business, Wake Your Dream, because that's what I have found in making these shifts. It breaks my brain, but it's possible. Mm. It breaks my brain and it's possible. Ah, dang, I missed that. (laughs) You missed it. All right. So if you have heard something today that hits home for you um, and you want more like it, just follow me at my link, www.linktree.com backslash Coach Annalise, and that's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. Um, And what's great about that, too, is there's a button there that you can schedule directly on my calendar for your free one hour discovery chat with me. If you're curious about how coaching with me might be able to help you make some of these shifts, too, and honestly live way less anxious, way more like the ways that you want to. um, I'd really love to hear from you. Appreciate you guys and looking forward 